Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. I'm Sophie Scott. And I'm James Gill. Our mission is to make wellness accessible to everyone. We'll be chatting with our favourite people. Sharing uplifting news stories. And delivering tips and tricks. To bring balance to your lives. Hello, welcome to the Balance podcast. It's the Rugby World Cup. And by shots, England might win. I'm sure I'm supposed to pretend that I want all the British teams to win. But I'm from England, so I want England to win. So there you are. So we sat down with Maro Itoji, one of the biggest stars in rugby. What an exciting talent. He's pretty young. He's flipping tall. I mean, he's, the guy's built like a Greek god, as you perhaps would expect. But he's also one of the most exciting talents to emerge in this England team for several years. So if you're a hardcore rugby fan, you love Maro Itoji. Uh, but also, if you have a passing interest in the game, there's something about this dude. As Jamiroquai once, <laughs> what? As Jamiroquai once, you know, to, to, to paraphrase Jamiroquai, this guy's got candy in his heels. When you watch him play, he's got he's got that X factor, and I mean X factor in the traditional sense. I don't mean Simon Cowell. Whatever the X factor is, Maro Itoji has got it. And so when we were offered the chance to sit down with one of rugby's brightest stars, my goodness, it was irresistible. So what we'll come across here is what a lovely bloke he is. He's so likeable. We start off talking about Love Island, but you're not expecting that. And I'll tell you what else we end up talking a lot about, musicals. <laughs> so if, if, you, if you're listening to this thinking, well, I'm not a rugby fan, I'm not going to enjoy this. Trust me when, when I say that we, we talk about a heck of a lot. We talk about the role of sport and the, the role it has in mental health uh, and also getting to meet and work with new people. I'm, I'm a huge fan of sports and I believe in the, the, the positive impact it can have on society. Thankfully, Marrow agrees. We, we talk about that a lot. Yes, of course, we talk about rugby. Marrow is pretty bullish, not in, a, not in an arrogant way, in, in the sort of way that you that I as an English sportsman, that's how I want my English sports stars to sound. I want them to sound confident. I don't, I don't know about you, if you disagree, hey, drop me a line, podcast at balance.media. But I just think in the 80s and 90s, England were sort of synonymous with like these underachieving underdogs and all that sort of thing. Whereas, I guess the, the cyclists, the rowers, and also the England rugby team in 2003, they changed all that by sort of acknowledging that it's all right to win. We shouldn't feel guilty about winning. So, so Marrow is pretty bullish about England's prospects in the World Cup. This is a, this is a, a really, this is really good to have a current sports star talk confidently 
and passionately. Now, Maro Itoji is an ambassador for Simba Sleep. And so rugby player Maro Itoji has teamed up with Simba's hashtag try for eight. That's the number eight hashtag try for eight campaign and new Simba sleep app, which helps improve sleep performance uh, so that we do get onto sleep related stuff in the chat. I'm just flagging so that when you listen to it, when you listen to those uh, bits of the chat, it will make sense. Yes, I think that covers it nicely. <laughs> Could have kept that last bit in my head. Anyway, Maro Itoji, God bless him. So before I, I press record, I, I'd asked you, uh, it, and it was a gamble, um, about Love Island. It, genuine question, is there something in it in that it helps you to switch off, I guess? Because it's not as if, what I mean by that is we both watch it, but it's not like it's challenging, heart racing. No, it's not like no. watching a, a Jason Bourne movie before bed. And then, no. uh, does it, is, it, is, is, that, is that part of the appeal, do you think? Um... I don't think so. I think it's. I think. I think human beings are fascinated by relationships. Um, I think human beings are fascinated by relationships, and they're fascinated by watching other people in relationships and how they act and react to certain things. And I think the the biggest thing is human beings love drama. They love drama, and I think a part of us likes to see like bad things happen to other people <laughs> as well and i think that's why love island is is um or is, is successful and does it help me get to bed probably not to be honest <laughs> <laughs> but sometimes you have to pick your poison well, there, was a, there was an incident last night and I, again i think you're right because we, we all relate to it but uh one of the girls was speaking to the boys and she was Pulling him to pieces, but in a very calm way. And he goes, why are you raising your voice? And she quite rightly went, I've not raised my voice at all. And I saw that and I thought, oh God, that's the sort of thing that I would say to my wife when she's not raised her voice. <laughs> but we can, I guess we can all relate to... Yeah, it. yeah. It's, um, you can all, I think we can all relate to it in, in some extent. But the um, thing is, I'm, I'm torn because I really don't understand or oh, I understand why people would go on it um for the financial remuneration re- 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 once yeah. they leave um but it's just I just think it's it's, it's a career killer <laughs> unless you want to be in that field um I think that you lose a little bit of I don't know it's just not what I would wish for any of my friends but each to their own but I, I don't know why I'm complaining because I still watch it every day so <laughs> <laughs> well thankfully it's an avenue that you will never have to pursue my friend I, I certainly hope so um, may I ask what, what what age were you when you realised you know lots of us at school are, are good at sports I like to think I had a sweet left foot when it came to football but I knew I was never going to be a footballer I knew, knew I was never going to be a golfer when did you start to think Oh, hang on a minute. I'm, I'm actually pretty tasty at this. Um, so I started playing rugby at 11. Um, I got called to the um, Saracens Academy at 14. And I probably I probably thought when I was about 15 or so that this could actually be my my career. This could actually be my uh, full-time, full-time thing if I dedicate myself to it. 
how how hard is that to lots of people have, have all the talent in the world but they're not able to dedicate in the way that you have what what do you think what made you different there where you were able to commit um I think um, first of all, I I, lo- I loved playing rugby. I loved training. Um, I loved the success that rugby um, has has given me. Um, and even at even the, even in those formative years, I think they were so important. That aspect of it was so important. So um, I just loved being in that environment. Um, it also helped me um, in a whole load of ways. Um, I didn't lack confidence while I was a child, but I wasn't the most confident person, um, and that helped grow my confidence. It helped me socialize with with people who um, who I've sometimes who I just meet for the day or who who I've met for a couple of weeks, um, different backgrounds, different environments, etc., etc., and it helped me do that um, very well. Um, so it was all those all those aspects. Rugby, rugby has just just given me so much, um, and I knew that if I wanted this to be a career, if I wanted this to be, you know, my 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 job per se, I would have to dedicate myself to it because you know, I, had, I had I did have I was talented, um, and I did have a good genetic makeup, but. There was a big bridge to um to to you know to run over, and for me to get to where I needed to be required a lot of hard work. I think a lot of younger people, a lot of teenagers, probably don't realise the. It's not just the financial benefits of a current sport. It, like you say, there it, it can help with confidence. It can open up communities to you can get friends through sport. As you can tell, I'm a huge advocate of sport, but sport is often unfairly maligned. But the benefits are endless, aren't they? Absolutely, um, and not even not even talking from a from a physical um, point of view. As you said, from a mental point of view, I think it's it's massive. It it it, it allows you to socialise. It, it helps you reach other people, connect with other people that you may not have any other similarities with and you can bond with them over 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 this sport or a sport or a different sport that you, that you play um i think the the health benefits are obviously well documented but more as i said more importantly the the mental benefits are are huge do you do you um do you go do you reach out and speak to Kids in that regard, you know, motivational talks and. Um, I haven't I haven't done too 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 many of those things. Every now and again, um, yes, um, yeah, I every now and again, yes, I I do some of those things, but it's not something that I've I've done too regularly. Now I say this as a compliment. To be fair, it wasn't that long ago when you were when you were yeah, at school yourself. Yeah. So it's not. I'm asking that like you're some sort of fifty five year old veteran. <laughs> you know. um, how, how beautiful is it for you? When p- people will see you, school kids, and they will, you know, you, you will be a hit, whether you like this or not, you're a, you're a hero to lots and lots of people, you're an inspiration, that that must be a, a lovely thing. Yeah, um, as, a, as 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 um, I think Spider-Man's uncle once said, 
Uh, with great power comes great responsibility. Um, I think it was his uncle. It was Uncle yeah, Ben. Uncle Ben. Yeah. Um, sorry, um, mate. What am I wearing? <laughs> oh, you're wearing Spider-Man socks. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I, 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 I'm fully aware that um, it comes with the territory of of what I do, um, and I, I think I always try and conduct myself in a way which, first and foremost, I'm proud of, but um, reflects well onto other people, especially the young, the younger generations growing up. Age 24, the honours list is eye-watering. It's the sort of thing that most sports people would, you know, get their IT for. Where, where, does the, where does the motivation come from to keep getting better in the way that you are? What I mean by that is there, there are lots of sad stories in sport where someone's achieved a lot at a young age and they sort of subconsciously put their feet up and, that, and that's sort of the end of that. But with you, you, you just, you, you improve year on year. I'd, I'd, I would love to know... Uh, what process you've put in place there to keep getting better in the way that you have? I um I remember my first um my first proper season of playing a lot of first team rugby, playing for England and stuff. And that year, I I won a few um, a few awards and stuff. And I was very conscious of of the following year that uh, this year I have to um you know I can't I can't slack off I can't um. I can't take my foot off the gas and I didn't do any of those things but what I found myself what I was worrying about that so much that um I forgot just to enjoy the process and 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 focus on the basics and the basics if if you do the fundamentals right your your wider game improves so once I was a bit more um comfortable in my own skin and reflected on what got me to that stage um I just started doing that a lot more and started focusing on how I can better instead of worrying about what other people would how other people would perceive me or how other people would um consider my game is going um what I realized what was important was first and foremost how I think my game is then the people I care about, my coaches, um, my teammates, um, those two especially, but as well as my, as well as my family. Enjoyment is a. I was smiling there because I, I, I can. I think anyone listening to that can relate to what you're saying. That I think we all need to enjoy life. Hundred yeah, percent. More, yeah, it's huge. The big thing in personal development is this thing of smelling the roses because none of us do it. You know, it, sort of thing. You'd be on your deathbed, and you look back and you go, "I wish I'd enjoyed that more." Um, are you able to? Are you able to do that? Are you able to? Yeah, I think you have to. You have to enjoy the process. Like, um, fortunately, I've been involved in a lot of teams, which where which we've won a, a lot of trophies, and you have to. You have to enjoy the process. You can't just enjoy the outcome. Um, you have to realize that we're in a for, pretty fortunate position to be able to do what we do. Um, but when you do have a big success or big victory, um, you have to enjoy it. Well, I think you have to enjoy it anyway. You have to uh, remember the moment with your teammates, um, with your friends, your family, your loved ones, whoever that may be. I think you have to. You have to enjoy, 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 enjoy the moment. And I think once you do that, um, once you've enjoyed the moment, then you can flick the switch. Okay, because um, sport. 
um, things move on very quickly and it was always about the next goal, the next thing, the next, the next task. Um, but once, when you're in that moment, you have to make sure that you thoroughly enjoy it because ultimately you never know when the next one's going to come. You want it to come as soon as possible, but nothing in life is guaranteed. Four premierships, three European Cups, two Six Nations. I mean, mate, genuinely, where do you, where do you keep all the medals and trophies? <laughs> I've got it all stored away. Um, I don't have many, many up. I've got, um, I'm, I'm actually moving house soon, so um, every, every, everything's in a box at the moment. Um, but um, I don't really like, um, I, I'm, I'm in, in my new place, I'm going to have somewhere for all of that stuff. But I don't really want my, my home to be a rugby memorial. I'm actually, I, 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 um, I, I love African art. Um, I collect a few pieces of Nigerian art and I would much prefer them be on the wall than my, my shirts and stuff. Um, not to say I'm not proud of it, but uh, I think, you know, you need to have a bit of balance. I was at Chris Akabusi's house relatively recently for the podcast. He's exactly the same, Nigerian art I didn't see a medal while I was there. And trust me, I was looking. Um, I also interviewed... Did you have many? Chris Akabusi. Yeah. Oh my God, mate. You, it's my absolute all-time hero. Yeah, yeah. Aka, the, the beauty of Akabusi was when he, when it was the major championships, that's when he really... That's when he really that. It's when he really performed. His, uh, his ability to turn it on for the for the majors was... He's a, he's a, he's a hell of a character. Oh my, he's... The, he's the great. I, I love that. I love that man as much as you can love a, a, a human being. Um, but I also interviewed Dame Jess Ennis recently. And what, the reason why I bring this up is because what you just said there, she's the same. So I said to her, "What, what you do with your medals? She, you know, she won everything you can win. Put away in a box. What, what's all that about? Because I think most listeners, and I'm sure, would have them all over the walls, or they'd be like a shrine to themselves." Why is that? It's well, obviously, obviously, something about you know you're all winners. Yeah, I guess. Um, um, hopefully, when we win the World Cup, I would uh, I'll make sure I get that one on the wall. <laughs> but I think that one will get special treatment. But um, besides that, I don't know. Um, I think obviously the the sport is so so much a part of your life that you you know you give a lot of yourself. Um, to the sport and you obviously you train hard you tr- you make a whole load of things a lot of your decisions are based around the sport whether consciously or unconsciously so I think yeah, in, sure. in, in your home when you want to relax and maybe switch off it's, it's not it's, uh, you're going to be reminded of it anyway but to have a, a, a space where it's completely free from from that it's, it's quite nice absolutely um, World Cup year is obviously special and the, the country collectively in the loveliest way possible loses its mind for the Rugby World Cup how exciting is that to be at the absolute epicentre yeah I'm, I'm really looking forward to it I this is going to be my first World Cup this is um, probably one of the few things in, in rugby I haven't experienced yet so um, you know I'm incredibly excited um, I'm really looking forward to what what opportunities are going to come um, and I just can't wait to get stu- to get stuck in and it's a wonderful thing to be one of the favourites as well I mean that's that is literally what you want isn't it going into a, a World Cup 
Yeah, it's, we have a good team. We have um, a very good team, some very good players. We have you know great coach and great coaching staff, um, and the, the support staff are amazing as well. Um, I know the boys are, are hard at work at the moment, and um, you know I'm looking forward to joining up with them next week. Now, certain sports stars, for whatever reason, they have this special relationship with the fans. There's that friss on that magic in the air. You, my friend, you have that. How beautiful is it to have that relationship with the the people? Yeah, um, I yeah, it's, it's awesome. Um, I they've taken a liking to me, um, which is quite nice of them. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, it's 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 awesome. It's, it's awesome to have the support of so many people, and it's awesome just to know that when you're going through those tough times on the pitch, that you know they're gonna. Um, try and give you that extra bit of support, extra bit of noise to keep you going. Now, this is an impossible question to answer, but I've got to ask you: what What is it? Do you think is it the, is it the fact that it's you you, you always give up a hundred percent? But it's I think it's something more than that. What is it about you that has crossed that magical barrier with the fans? Um, I think it's just that my the syllables of my name go well to a song. <laughs> 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 so they 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 manage to sing it a lot. I think uh, maybe other people's syllables don't don't, <laughs> don't 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 go as well. That might be the most modest answer to a question <laughs> I, I'll ever experience. What was that like when you when you first hear the chants? What I, I can't it even was, begin to. So I I didn't even. It was it was so weird. Um, it was after Assassin's game the first time I heard it, and there was a group of like. Um, six or seven drunk rugby fans, and they saw me, and they were they looked very worse for wear. And I was like, oh god, it's gonna be a little bit weird. Um, they saw me that Mara Mara. Then they started. Then that song, um, Seven Nations Army song came on, and they just started singing my name to that. Then I didn't really think anything of it. Then about two or three weeks later, when we had our next home game, um. I was I was there playing. Then as I was playing, it, it somehow just started to you know catch wind. Then it started singing. Everyone started singing it in the stadium. I was like, "Wow, this is this is this is cool," and it kept on happening and happening towards the end of the season. Then um, when I when we went on tour, um, I just. I, I thought, okay, Sasha's friends, I'm, I'm a North London guy, so maybe, you know, it's just them I have a relationship with. Then the then when we played the second test in New Zealand, it was nothing like any it was like I even don't have the words to express how it how, how it how it felt. It was it was truly phenomenal. Um, you're looking around and in in the pouring rain and they were all singing that song. Um, yeah, it was it was cool. It was very cool. Uh, Eddie Jones is a remarkable character as, as, as well, isn't he? What, what what sort of things does he uh, instill in you as you lead up to a, a World Cup? Um, I think he instills a lot of confidence in us. He instills a lot of confidence. He he's a very competitive man. He's a, and he expects the highest standards of everyone around him. So. There's no room for complacency when when he's around, um, and he's he's passed that on to his coaching staff, and he's definitely passed that on to to the players. 
and it's just and also he's instilled a lot of enjoyment in the process because you you have to enjoy the process um because if you don't enjoy the process you're not going to get to the outcome you want In, in terms of not enjoying the process uh johnny wilkinson one of the greatest figures in the history of english sport i'd interviewed him a few weeks ago i got the impression that his regret was that he'd not enjoyed it more. It was. I mean, it sounds like the guy went through hell during his playing career um, because the, the pressure that he was putting himself under. Um, is something like that a bit of a cautionary tale in terms of reminding yourself to enjoy it? Yeah, I think so. Um, he's he was obviously a remarkable talent and one of the most talented sportsmen that you know we've probably ever seen, but. Um, I think you have to enjoy the process. You have to try and there's, there's all you need. To, you need to have switch off times. You need to have times where you can just you know relax. Maybe take yourself away from from the game a little bit um, and just just ease out. And you need to find every, everyone. Everyone's different. Everyone has their different modes of of, of relaxation. Sometimes it might be. Um, you know, reading, or sometimes it might just be socialising with friends, or it might be watching Love Island. <laughs> well, with the theme of relaxation, you take us beautifully to sleep. Yeah. Now, as someone with two young girls, sleep is a luxury that happened when I was in my twenties. Not not now, I'm in my forties. Are you a, are you a good sleeper? Uh, um, I think I'm an okay sleeper. Uh, I think my sleep has improved um, over. Over the course of the last couple of years, and I just think sleep is just so important um, to get good sleep. It, I'm sure you would know, the father. I'm not jealous about the medals that you've won. I'm jealous about the fact that you know how to sleep. Um, like when you have a good sleep, the the course of your day is dramatically changed your outlook onto the day um, how you're feeling your perception of things how you take in information how you give information it all sleep is is, is so huge like like sleep deprivation is a form of torture when they want to torture someone they make sure they don't sleep um, so that in itself should 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 highlight the importance of, of sleep I'm just going to put my eldest daughter on the phone and you tell her that sleep deprivation <laughs> is a form of torture and what you're doing to, to dad. Um, what, do you have any tips for uh, for getting to sleep? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, I, I I normally try and have like a warm shower before I go to bed um, just to get myself in the mode of, of, re- of relaxation. I also try and... Um, limit my screen time um, on this before I go to bed so like the 30 minutes 45 minutes before I want to go to bed I try and do whatever I need to do on my phone and and, and switch it off and just um, pull it on sleep mode or night mode and not look at it again um, as as well as the screen time on the light from the TV um, I try and limit that as well um, and also Obviously, it's, it's, it's so important to keep hydrated, but you need to be careful um, not to drink too much water because when you drink too much water, you increase the likelihood of you breaking your sleep in the middle of the night to go and use the loo. So you need to make sure you're hydrated, but you're not, you know, absolutely bursting before you go to go before you go to bed. 
and nutrition as well is also good to get um you know a bit of food in or for athletes anyway i don't know if, if it is for, for ordinary, ordinary people <laughs> <laughs> um, because uh, you also, oh, if if you try and get those eight hours in um, eight hours well, oh my god <laughs> Yeah, um, if you try and get those eight hours in, um, which is which is so important, and it's something that the um, Simba is definitely trying to advocate in the try for eight. You mate, you're delivering this like Meryl Streep. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, you maybe lose my train of thought. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, the, those those eight hours are are, are so important because I think. As I said earlier, the benefits you get from that are, are, are just just incredible. Oh, nutrition, that's where we were. Yeah. Um, yeah. Ball back in place. <laughs> yeah, so um so because you you're going to sleep for um for you two hours, but <coughs> for everybody else <laughs> eight. Yeah. Um, you that's a long period of, of, of time, long a long space of time without I'm getting a, a fuel intake in, so to get a good um, source of food in before you go to bed. But you also have to be careful because you don't want a too big a source because if you if you go to bed after just eating. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection. Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. On oh, twenty potatoes, whatever, um, is is you're gonna be full up so. I I tend to have either a protein shake or a um, I, I I eat a lot of yogurt. This zero percent fat yogurt I eat maybe with some fruit in there before I go to bed, which is a which is a good healthy nutritious um, snack, but also a good good protein source. Gen- genuinely, so what, what what time are you talking here before you have this? So my um, problem at the moment is waking up too early, that, and so you I'm wake up too early. Too early. I wake up early as well. What I, time? So, well, today I woke up at six. What I wouldn't give for six o'clock. 
What do you wake up at? Sometimes five. Five. Do you know what I'll do? I watch. I watch. I go downstairs and watch a movie on my own. Oh really? Yeah. Have you tried listening to podcasts? I've tried. I've tried. That's what I do. Uh, the on YouTube, the, the, you know the ASMR videos. If you yeah. listen to those, so it's okay. like someone like you know, you are feeling. So it's, it's all of that. <laughs> they don't always. Well, I found that once I'm awake, I'm awake. <laughs> really? Yeah. So I was up watching the Amazing Spider-Man, the Andrew Garfield one before. Oh, okay. That like yesterday okay. morning. What? What do you? If you're up at six, what do you do then? Um, oh, I start my day. <laughs> I start my day, but. Um... Maybe I should just do that then. Do you go train? You go training first thing. So um, I know. So we train quite early. So most days. So today, I started training at seven thirty. So I woke up at six. I did press the snooze button a couple of times, admittedly. Um, but then I got myself to pack my stuff. I had some breakfast. Um, then drove down to training to start at seven thirty. I started training at 7.30 today. So the, the, the early question, it's my fault because I started talking about Spider-Man. What are you eating last thing then? And then, yeah. what, and then what time are you? What time okay, are you what time? Then? So I would, that would, I'll have that. I normally try and be in bed for, be in bed in and around 10.30. Um, after Levine left or something, of course. <laughs> no, no, after the 10 o'clock news. <laughs> <laughs> I like to watch that as well um, but yeah so I um, so 10.30 is when or in bed around 10 once you watch the news then 10.30 is when like everything's everything's off um, then I'll have that snack be, uh, probably around 9.45ish okay um, so it's not it's not um, like just before I go to bed, but it's, it's a bit of leeway. Is that going to help me lie in on the morning? Huh? Will that help me lie in on the morning? The snack? Yeah. I'll take all the help I can get. <laughs> well, maybe. Maybe. Oh, do you have a spare room? Maybe just go in that room and lock it. <laughs> lock it I'm in spare room more than you would believe. <laughs> um, another great way of, um, which I found helpful in, in also learning about my sleep patterns is, is a simple sleep app because it... It shows me um, how deep I get. It shows me um, what what whether I'm affected by my diet or it gives me tips on the technology, my intake, and etc. etc. And it's just a good way of monitoring whether I'm getting those eight hours. I failed last night, unfortunately, but uh, I am trying. Go on, what, what happened last night? Was it because Levan was so exciting? <laughs> It actually wasn't. Um, uh, no, it wasn't. I need to change this narrative about Love Island. I regret telling you now that I watched it. I thought we bonded over it. <laughs> um, one thing I wanted to ask was, had you had it not been rugby, what what would you have uh, pursued? Yeah, very good question. Um, I I feel as if I could have done a lot of things. Um, but it just depends on what I wanted to do. Um, but post rugby is, I think, it's, I think post, it's not so obvious to answer that question. What I would have done um, when I've left university, but post rugby, yeah, I want to get into business. So maybe if if I wasn't playing rugby, I would have I probably would have tried to get into that a bit earlier. What kind of so imagine? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a long way off. It's a heck of a long way off. 
What sort of what sort of business? What type of thing? Yeah, you um, in there afterwards? I'm I'm quite I'm quite um, I'm quite broad. I haven't really made my decision yet. I'm I'm, I'm interested in property, um, um, so that's that's a potential avenue. But I think whilst I'm playing, I just want to you know, keep on learning and exploring um, the avenues in in and where I can. Is is there anything you could share with our, our listeners in terms of? Everyone, everyone in life has, has times where they wish they were more motivated or they were more focused. Just from your sporting and uh, sports psychological background, what things have you picked up along the way that is universal to, to everyone? Um, yeah, I think it's just just pretty much the fundamentals of of, of achieving anything. It's, it requires hard work. It requires... Um, Dedication. I think you need to be dedicated to the goal in which you want to achieve. At times, it's gonna um, require sacrifices. Potentially, maybe doing things that you don't necessarily want to do. But if you think of the long-term goal and where you want to be, you have to, you know, put in the put in the work to get, to get there. Um, um, sometimes you're gonna have to prioritize your time. You may not be able to do all the fun social things that you always want to do if you need yeah. if you have if you have a goal that you're working towards sometimes some things need to be put in the back seat and back burner um and uh, the time discipline is also a huge 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 factor but more specifically and I think there's a lot of things that correlate from sport to business um, in terms of how you communicate with people how you get the best out of the team how how you get a message across um, how you make people feel how you get people to buy into a, a certain a certain vision um, the culture of of, of an organisation in which you you want to create so I think there's a, a whole load of things that are, are that very much crossover. I read a book. Um, um, it, I think it, it, uh, it starts with it starts with why Simon Sinek I think, and when I was reading the first couple of chapters, I didn't know whether there were like if I swapped the word business and rugby around, it, I, I would have thought I was reading a, um, a coaching manual or whatever. Sure. It's, there's so many similarities within, within within the two spaces. Have you? Did you ever plan this out? Do you, we ever writing notes? Uh, Dan, Dan Carter had said that he, he was... I mean, in a way, he was, like, he was manifesting without realising it. When he was a younger man... He was writing down goals that he wanted to achieve, and season on season was achieving these goals. Was that is that something that, that you'd ever done? Was there anything where you put one in the Premiership, one in the European Cup, one in the World Cup? No, I never, I never wrote it down. But I had very clear ideas of what I wanted to achieve, and I had very clear ideas of of when I wanted to achieve it, and and and. Um, the age in which I wanted to achieve it. Have you visualised giving it one of those with the William Webb Ellis then? I've I've thought about it a lot, um, but as with everything, you know, you have to, you have to, you have to I think at the moment we're in the process phase um, and we have to make sure we smash, do the process, go through what we need to go through, um, then 
hopefully come September we can we can do the business. God bless you. Um, now, another thing I wanted to ask. I'm doing this, my classic Colombo trick is making it sound like it's my last question and then I ask like 10 more questions. Um, how do we get more people playing rugby, more youngsters coming through and playing rugby? I know it's hard because obviously footballers are earning <coughs> gajillions of, of pounds. So the, the temptation for, for younger boys, younger girls is to go for the rich of football. How do we get more people playing different sports? Yeah, I actually don't think a lot of people play football because it's... Um, because the financial enumeration is, by and large, probably better than most sports in the world. I think they they play football because of the environment in which they're in. Um, so I think rugby needs to do better to go into environments in which, especially in this country, go into environments in which um, they're not currently in and spread the game at a grassroots level because... At the moment, um, you know, the, the certain pockets of the country that are big into rugby, uh, big into big into the sport and have been great for the sport. But outside of those pockets, there's, there's um, so there's several parts of London that may not even know anything about about rugby. Um, my prep school was. Uh, my prep school was literally 500 meters from from Bramley Road, um, the Saracens' old training ground and stadium. <laughs> funnily enough, yeah. but um, I had no my connection with rugby was pretty much non-existent until I moved to Hertfordshire, which is a big rugby playing county, um, and until I made that point. So I think and there's so much talent that we can we can get hold of and get get our hands on early um, in those communities in 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 inner city in the city London. Um, I'm speaking from a London perspective as um that's the city in which I'm from. But I'm sure this translates to other areas of, of, of England. Um, so I think we need to get in touch with them at a grassroots level first. Um, and obviously the success of the senior teams we need to Go on the back of it, especially female sport as well, because female rugby is growing. I think watching the women's football World Cup is honestly amazing. Where they've come from the last World Cup is is, is absolutely amazing. It's it's such a pleasure to watch. Watching um, is a is a completely different sport to what it was um, four years ago. Watching the um, semi-final England USA was just just incredible it was just uh, a great spectacle to see um, and I think we need to be inclusive of, of everybody um, when we try and reach out to those those communities because there's a bit of a north-south divide as well isn't there there's, you know generally speaking it's league is king in the north and generally speaking union is, is, is king in the south it would be nice to stir yeah, it up if that's yeah possible. yeah definitely um um, the the north there's so much talent up there that it's it, 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 it will it, it, we don't want we don't want all the, that talent to go to waste. I remember some of the toughest games I've played have been up in the north, and not, I'm not even talking about from a professional level. When I was a schoolboy, I remember going up north and playing against all these tough and mean mean schools, and they have all these players with beards at 14 years old and stuff. <laughs> So um, there's a lot of talent there that we need to 
properly take advantage of. I think England already has the biggest, one of the biggest playing pools um, across across the world. But imagine if we ex- extend that by twenty twenty five percent. Um, how much better is going to filter to the top? We'll have the true creme de la creme at the top if we expand who we actually want this game to be for. Final question. <laughs> Imagine that, 11 o'clock at night. Just, just one more. Um, may I ask, I know there's a, we've touched on it earlier with the TV show that I'm not going to mention, but what, what, what do you do for balance? What else do you do to... To chill out. Yeah, so... I love um, I love I like reading. Um, I love audio books. I love podcasts. Um, I like to listen to a whole load of different um, podcasts and audio books. Um, I love the theatre as well. Uh, I like I like musicals. I'm a big fan of musicals. There's a few musicals I want to see that I haven't seen yet. I want to see the Tina Turner, the Tina Turner musical. Have you seen it? Mate, I would love to. Yes, I accept your invitation of a date. So I would love to <laughs> get away from the wife and kids. And we'll, yes, I would, yes, thank you. I, I accept. Yeah, it. there's so many. I like, I like to see what else. I love spending time with my family. Eating, eating is also very enjoyable. What musicals you've been rocking recently? Uh, the musicals that I've been to. Uh, I've been to Les Mis. I've been to the Motown. I've been to the Bodyguard. Uh, I've been to what else have I been? Lion King. Um, Billy Elliot. Uh, oh, mate, Billy Elliot. Um, Not a dry fe- eye. <laughs> uh, fella, um, the Nigerian musical. Um, you don't book a woman? No, I haven't. Oh, mate. Yeah. Absolute treat. I, I heard that like, if you go to it, you have to be prepared to be offended. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Do you watch South Park? No, I don't. I mean, this is my gift to you. That if you want to unwind South Park and then book to go see Book, book of Mormon. Mormon. Hamilton? I need to see that. That's, that's, on, that's on the list. It's one of the best things I've ever... Literally one of the best things I've ever seen. When, when I first... So I first watched Les Mis... I was obviously... Living in London, you can't get away from that... Um, what's her name? What's, what's the girl's name? Uh, anyway, the, the little child. Um, oh, yeah, sure. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't remember. You can't get... He's always on the buses. That's he's right, always, yeah. He's always on the tube. Celebrating Side of the twenty fifth anniversary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We celebrated the twenty fifth anniversary for about ten years, <laughs> um, and um, so I've always seen it. But when I I was I was on a flight to Dubai and I was like, "Lay Miz, the movie was out." So anyway, I just so let me watch it. Put my earphones in. I was so engaged. Then after I watched it, I took my earphones off. I put it on my lap. Take a big breath. And I was like, what have I just watched? I've watched a masterpiece. <laughs> I've watched a masterpiece. Then I rewatched it, bought the DVD, watched it again. <laughs> then I went to the, in the theatre um, when I was in Dubai as well, ironically. And it was just unbelievable. Is it better live than the movie then? Um, I think it's always difficult when you compare the movie to... Um, the live performance because they just do it differently and depending on the one you're used to you like you always compare so for example I watched Dreamgirls the movie which is again unbelievable Eddie Murphy Eddie Murphy Murphy. wow anyway (laughs) um, then I watched Dreamgirls the musical so I watched it and I was like 
Nah, Beyonce didn't do it like that. No, no, Jamie Foxx didn't sing it like that. Uh, that's okay, but Eddie, Eddie sang a little bit better. Sure. <laughs> so it's always difficult. Can you can you hold a tune? Um, I like to think so, but not really. That's a yes, uh, mate. This has been. Uh, whether you like it or not, I could talk to you for about a month. You are you are pure joy, my friend. Thank you very much. Thank you so Thank much. You. That was brilliant. Thank no you. Worries. Wonderful. Thanks to Maravitoji. I sort of feel that the uh, the Rugby World Cup, I, I, has it been as hyped as it could have been? Maybe I'm wrong. I don't feel that it has, but at least listening to Marrow, hopefully, gets you excited for the World Cup. England have got a chance. Eddie Jones. It's exciting, isn't it? I went from not being excited to now being excited. So thank you, Marrow Itoji. Uh, as ever, please drop me an email. Uh, podcast at balance.media and to advertise sales at balance.media sales at balance.media oh my goodness uh please leave us a five-star review and a positive write-up it helps it it moves us up the charts and makes us more visible and all that sort of malarkey and the more visible we are the higher up the charts we are the uh the more guests we get oh, you know you know how this works i mean i'm sorry for giving it the hard sell there uh thank you as always uh we're back monday a lot of bonus episodes at the moment it's good isn't it uh we're very grateful thank you very much i've been james gill god bless oh and if you're atheist just bless yeah sure even when we're on a budget we still deserve nice things quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands they have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 